today's word. God has an appointed time for you, but that appointed time has a time of life. That means there has to be a fullness of time, the right moment for it to happen. When you have a mango tree in Ghana, normally mangoes fruit around April and May. That's when your mango tree ripens. I have a mango tree that doesn't ripen any time. I look at that tree any time. Every time I feel like cursing it like Jesus said. I said, it's April. What are you doing? And it waited April. It didn't do anything. It's, it's, we are in May. It's still silent. What kind of tree is that? But you know that your mango tree must fruit around April and May. And then when it's around December, January, it's going to fruit again. It's the time of life. It's the time of life. Because that is the time when it must happen. So when God says, I'm going to do something for you, it has to happen at the time it must happen. It's not going to happen at the wrong time. It's going to happen at the time of life. And the time of life is when all the processes are completed. Everything that needs to be done is done. Everything is lined up. Everybody is lined up. Every sequence of activity is in place. And then it happens. So God says there is an appointed time. And there is a time of life. For your expectation. There's going to come a time when everything will make sense. And some of you have harbored some things in your heart and you believe it's going to happen. And you're wondering, when is it going to happen? There's an appointed time for it. And then there is a time of life for it. Somebody say it's going to happen. All right. Now, there's a third sequence of time there. And it is not in the text directly, but it is implied in the text. And that is what I call our time, the moment we are living in. So I want you to watch this. God says to Abraham, at the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life. Two sequences, appointed time, time of life. But at the time he is talking to Abraham, it's Abraham's time. That's the time he's living in. That's now, today. So the appointed time is in the future. Time of life is somewhere in the future. But now is where we are living. My time. The time we are living in. So everything God has to speak to us about the future we also are mindful of the time we are living in. And the time we are living in is dominated by our experiences. What we hear, what we see, what we feel, what we remember, that's our time. So God says to Abraham, at the appointed time, you will have a son in the time of life. But in Abraham's time right now, he has no son. See the problem with it? God says at the appointed time you have a son, but in your time you have no son. So many times our time is usually in conflict 
with God's appointed time for us. And the challenge of faith is how do I live in my time and still anticipate God's appointed time and not lose faith? Because your time is going to ridicule the appointed time. Can you imagine a person who is supposed to have a child? He's 99 years old and has no child. That's his now. And God says at the appointed time you're going to have a child. But you have to cough, you have to battle in your mind. Because everything in your mind says the appointed time is silly. It doesn't make sense. It won't happen. So the battle of everybody in expectancy is how to live between the times. The time you are living in and God's appointed time. The time you're living in is the time that makes the most sense to you. Why? Because that's what you, you are living in. If you are broke, you are broke now. If you're sick, you are sick now. If you are discouraged, you are discouraged now. That's your time. God says there's an appointed time and what is happening now will change. But human beings live only in one moment. We don't live in the past. I've never met a human being who lives in yesterday. Have you ever met a human being who lives yesterday? They can live it in their minds, but nobody physically lives in the past. And nobody lives in the future. Everybody lives in now. That's all we know. The only thing human beings know is right now. Right now is not working. Right now, I'm sad. Right now, I'm angry. Right now, I think it will not happen. Right now, I think I'm a failure. Right now, I think I'm too late. That's the only time we know. God lives in a different space. He lives in the past, the present, and the future at the same time. He occupies time. He occupies past, present, future. So that's why when God speaks to you, it will disturb your brain. Because he lives in past, present, future. You live only in present. So he says, it's going to be, you say, but my be is today. This is what I'm going through now. So I like what the Lord said to Abraham. He says, at the appointed time, in other words, I have fixed a time for you somewhere in your future. You are in your now, now. And at the appointed time, I will return to you. In other words, I will bring what is in your future into your now. And what you are looking forward to will become your story now. I will return to you. I will bring what is in your future into your present. But in between time, we're going to fight mental battles. And many of you are fighting it. That's why people give up. People give up hope. Because sometimes they try and 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 try. It doesn't happen. They said, it's not going to happen. Because the only thing they know is now. And God says, trust me. Say, Lord, I trust you, but it's hard. Trust me. 
Because he's already gone to the future, to your appointed time, and he sees Abraham, you are the father of many nations. He says, I will come back to your now, and what I saw there or what I spoke there is going to be your now. So just trust me. Trust me and hold on to what I have said. The biggest challenge for the Christian when we're living in expectancy is how to have a now that is contradictory to our appointed time and still trust God. That's the battle you are fighting. That's what I'm fighting. That's what we will all fight. It's called the good fight of faith. <laughs> You're going to battle your head. Your head is your problem. Everything you know, everything you've seen, everything you've experienced, everything you are experiencing now is going to conflict what is in your appointed time and what will happen in the time of life. But I hear, I came here just to let you know, God has an appointment with you in your life. You are on God's timetable. He opened his calendar and he jotted your name somewhere at an appointed time in a time of life. But you are now here and you can't even imagine that is possible. And God says, just hold on to me. I will come back to you where you are. And the appointment of the future will become your current experience. And for each child of God, each child of God, he has an appointment with you. You may not even know it. God has an appointment with people they don't know. That's why sometimes things happen and say, hey, I don't even know what happened. I was just there. No, then it happened. Because you forgot the appointment. But God never forgets appointment. <laughs> so he said, you, you, you forgot the appointment I had with you. You forgot that when you were 12 years old, I told you this will happen. But you've forgotten I told you when you were 12 years old. You've forgotten when you were 16 years old. I spoke to you and said, I will do this for you in your future. You've forgotten, but I never forget. I will return. And when I return, what is in your appointment will become your current reality. And that is why we Christians, we live in expectancy. When people are hopeless, we are hopeful. That's why I believe in the future of Ghana. And I believe in the future of Africa. And I believe in the future of the black person. Because although we seem to be experts at mismanaging our own affairs, I believe sometime in my life, God told me it will be well with us. It's an appointment. My now is confusing the appointment, but we stand in faith because he who promised will return. And when he returns, what he said will happen, will happen. And you will be what God wants you to be. If you believe that you have an appointment with God and with destiny, we're going to pray, and I just want you just to talk to the Lord and just, just say, Lord, I trust in you. I trust in you. Whatever you 
have put in my heart, I trust in you. I trust in you. My time is conflicting with your appointed time, but I trust in you. That it shall be as you said it will be. You will perform your word. Just lift up holy hands to the Lord. Yield your mind. Yield your thoughts. Yield your fears. Yield your doubts. Yield your anxieties. Let them bow to the King of Kings, the timeless one. He who makes all things perfect in their time. In the time of life, he will return to you. He will return to you. Father, we thank you. You are the ageless one. The timeless one. You work with us in time, but you are not bound by time. Thank you for your thoughts, which you have spoken to us, both in word and in vision. Your thoughts for us, which are for good and not for evil. Thank you for your appointment with us. And thank you, Lord, for the plans you are working out in our lives. We refuse to yield to our fears and anxieties. And we stand, Lord, in expectancy that you will do what you have said you would do. You are a faithful God. And we thank you, Lord, that you perfect it in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I just want to make an invitation for those who don't know the Lord Jesus Christ to give their lives to him. The Bible says all things work together for good to them who love God and who are called according to his purpose. It is when we come into Christ, when we get born again, that every purpose of God for us lines up. Because when we get born again, we, we come into God's purpose for our lives. If you're not born again, this word may be nice, but it, it doesn't apply to you because the first thing God wants you to do is to be with him in the center of his will in Christ Jesus. Be born again, be in Christ. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is a time to commit your life to him to give your life to him and say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart, save my life, change me, make a brand new person. So I want every head bowed, every eye closed as we make this important decision. You say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Christ. I want to put my life in Jesus' hands. I want to be born again. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be sure that when I die, I'm going to heaven. If that's your desire, I just want you to lift up your hand wherever you are. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. If you want Jesus to come into your heart, you want to be born again, let your hand be up. Just let your hand be up. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Just put your hand upon your heart, upon your chest, and say with me, Heavenly Father, I come to you today just as I am. I am a sinner. I cannot save myself. I ask you, Father, save me from my sin. Wash me and cleanse me through the blood of Jesus. I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord. I proclaim him from my mouth. I thank you, Father, that from today, my life is in your hands. I know Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Father, for accepting me. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebe, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebe. Email otterbill at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.